0: So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. How are you? Uh, If you're new here, thank you for joining us. I'm glad you found me. And if you've been here before, welcome back. I appreciate you coming back. Um, Today, I am uh, coming to you a little bit later than usual but that's okay. (laughs) It's uh, around holiday time. So, you know, sometimes you have good intentions to get things done and then life gets in the way. So what can I tell you? It's a little bit later than usual. Um, We usually broadcast at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Friday, and it is a little after 11 a.m. now, but I'm here. And um, today I want to talk about uh, digital marketing. and. There's actually a blog post on the site, PassiveIncomeGroup360.com. This is really an in-depth look into digital marketing strategy. And I don't usually parallel the blog with the podcast episodes, but I thought that this was important enough where I would address it in both places. So if you want more details, definitely check out the website and uh, you can see more details there. But I still wanted to go over... What digital marketing strategies are, and um, then maybe in the next episode go into actually how to create one or the things that you need to take into consideration before creating one. So today we'll just start with talking about uh, what it is and then um, break it down into the six categories that they usually fall into, all right? So first of all, what is digital marketing? Digital marketing is basically any type of marketing that's delivered digitally or electronically. So that includes emails, um, social media, you know, through the internet, et cetera. And a digital marketing strategy is just a plan that implements multiple digital platforms to just achieve whatever business marketing goal you have. So sounds way more complicated than it is if you're not advertising via you know flyers or the yellow pages or by cold calling people then you probably have a digital marketing strategy maybe sending emails out um, posting things on social media or you may have a website so any of those things would fall into the category of um, a digital marketing strategy and um like I said there are basically six types or six categories that most digital marketing campaigns will fall into because each separate campaign together forms your overall strategy, right? So let's let's get into the six. So the first group um, of digital marketing uh, campaigns fall into the category of content marketing. And we've talked about this before, and it's creating content online In any number of ways, you may have a blog, you may have, um, a YouTube channel where you're providing content to the public, uh, via videos, or you may have a podcast where you're sharing content there and any of these things, um, are searchable. So there is a good way to actually uh, market your business and to just provide value on any particular subject. So you're marketing, but you're doing it not by saying, you know, hey, come and buy my product, but by providing valuable content on whatever medium you choose. And they're not exclusive. You can, of course, have, you know, two of the three or you can have all three. There are a lot of people who have a podcast and they will record the podcast and then share that as a YouTube video and then also cover that same material maybe in a blog post. So if you can maximize, um, you know, one piece of content, then by all means do that because you're reaching a broader audience that way. And the thought around it is, you know, if you're really actively selling a product or service, it's way easier to do that to a group of people who you know have either seen your face before, have had a chance to hear your voice before, or they have some sense of, you know, who you are. It's easier to try to sell to that type of audience than to just pick up the phone, call a random number, and say, Hey, you know, I have a product. Will you buy it? Or just to stop a stranger on the street and say, Hey, I have the service. Are you interested? Right? That's a completely cold audience. They don't know who you are. They've never seen you or heard your voice before. And they're way less likely to purchase from you. So, content marketing allows you to build a relationship with an audience um, and then provide them value and then potentially have an audience that you can um, market to later. So that's content marketing. Um, The next one is email marketing. And this is one of the most commonly used forms of marketing. And it allows you to contact people um, more directly And in a place where you know that they're likely to look on a regular basis. Uh, If you have a blog, YouTube channel, or a podcast, there's no guarantee that the person will find you on any of those platforms. But if you have someone's email address and you're able to email them directly, chances are, um, and it may not be right away, but chances are they'll see your email. So it gives you a chance to really reach out to someone directly um to contact them and you can also provide value that way um but it also allows you to build that same type of relationship where it gives you an opportunity to market your product or services um at a later time and you know of course the person has the option of opting out if you know if they don't like the emails that you're sending or if you're sending too many but then you also have a chance to, you know, keep reading. You can link your blog posts or your uh, videos or podcasts in the emails and hopefully connect those people to your other content. So that's just another way to direct people to your, um, you know, to your main content that you're offering. So emails are uh, another great way to contact people. And I'm sure that if you have an email address, I'm sure that you've received um, email marketing from different companies. A lot of times you may click on something you know inadvertently and then the next day now all of a sudden you're receiving emails from them and they're advertising they're, they're, there's email marketing. And with automation, it makes it really easy to you know set up a, a whole sequence so that, once you get someone's email address, you're able to continually send them emails almost w- without any effort, really. You set up the email sequence ahead of time so that when someone um, gets into the top of that funnel, you can funnel them through. Depending on how they respond to the emails, depending on whether they even open the emails, you can direct them to. like down a different path. So if you send out an offer, let's say you're selling, um, I don't know, digital planners, and you send them an email saying, hey, would you like to purchase my digital planner? If they click on the link, but then they don't purchase it, maybe your sequence says, look, for anyone who clicks on this link, but does not purchase, send them this email, offering them something else. Or if they actually do purchase, send them this email, thanking them and asking if they would like to also purchase a second planner at a discounted price. You know what I mean? You can set up sequences that run almost automatically. You know, you set them up one time and they direct people to that first email or the top of that funnel. And then hopefully they'll funnel down and actually make a purchase from you. So email marketing, um, can be easy and, um, it, it can be very effective. So, the third way um, to market digitally is with organic advertising. And this is ideal because organic advertising doesn't cost you anything. It's just making sure that you position yourself and your business um, online in a way that you can be found through searches. So, if you are trying to be found on, uh, Google or Yahoo or whatever search engine engine, um, you know, that you, of your choice, you want to make sure that you're optimizing your website so that people can find you. So you've got to have the type of content either in your website or on your YouTube videos or in your podcast, uh, that people are actually looking for. And then you have to title your episodes or your videos in a way that people would actually search. So if you're creating a YouTube video um, about uh, dogs and how to actually uh, potty train a dog, you want to make sure that you title your video something like, you know, the best way to potty train a dog or the fastest way to potty train a dog um, so that people searching for that can find you. So that can be a good way to advertise is organically, just having people find you. And then once they do find you, you know, you want to make sure that things look, you know, that things look legitimate. You want people to really be interested in in what you're offering. Um, You want to have images in your, uh, if you have a blog post, make sure you have images that kind of break up the text. So you keep people on the website a little bit longer. So you don't want to have just a wall of text, and then have people bounce off of your site as soon as they get there. Um, you want to also make sure that you use keywords, so that you are not only found, but you're found closer to the the top of the search results. Because you can have great content, great websites, great uh, YouTube videos, but if you're not found, on the first few pages of the search results, you may not be found at all. So you wanna make sure that you have optimized your content, you have good images, interesting videos, and that you use keywords um, and other phrases that will allow you to um, rise to the top of the search results. But anyway, organic advertising or native advertising is, is really the, one of the best ways to be found because it doesn't cost you anything to do that. And um, I guess opposite of that is pay-per-click advertising, which can be effective, but it's just like it sounds. You pay every time someone clicks on your ad and you know that click could result in a sale or maybe it doesn't. Um, that's why organic advertising is ideal. It's where you can have people clicking on your on your on your websites or on your content all day, and you won't pay for that. Pay-per-click advertising is, is gonna cost you and it varies depending on the type of business you're advertising and the type of budget you set for your business. So if you have a business and you're willing to spend a maximum of $1,000 per month on ads, um, and a maximum of maybe $10 every time someone clicks, then you're limited to that. And you'll have to spend that amount every month. Um, you can of course lower your budget. You can increase your budget. It all, it's all up to you. But, um, Yeah, pay-per-click advertising can be very pricey because you can just have people maybe not even interested in purchasing anything, but they're just curious to see what's on your site and they'll click on the link and you've got to pay for that. So that's uh, pay-per-click advertising. And a lot of times if you're on a search engine and you uh, put in a search and you see where it says sponsored or sponsored ad, that means that that person will be uh, charged or billed. If you click on that particular link, you'll see it a lot in Google. Um, a lot of times, the first maybe a handful of uh, results that come up will say "ad," and that means that they've paid Google to list their um, to list their um, website or their page in that position, and they're paying every time you click. Uh, the fifth way. Um, is search engine optimization or SEO. And that's similar to what I just said for um, organic advertising, which is that um, you wanna make sure that you put the effort in to be sure that you are found closer to the top of the search results. So SEO is just an effort that the business will put forth um, to just give it the best chance possible to be found Organically. If you're going with pay per click, then I mean you're paying to be seen. So SEO is important, but as SEO is more important when you want to be found organically without having to pay anything. SEO is extremely important, and um, you know no business wants to have to rely on paid advertising all the time. So in order to benefit from free um, quality organic traffic. The business will have to make sure that the website is optimized in a way that will increase your chances of being found. So, you can write about anything. You can post any type of content, but you want to post content that your potential audience will be looking for, and you have to phrase it in a way that they're going to um, find you. So, going back to the example with. You know, the people who are trying to potty train dogs, if that's their business, you want to make sure that your ad has those keywords in there. So if someone has a, a puppy that they want to potty train, chances are, if you go to Google, you're going to Google what, um, how to potty train a puppy or best way to potty train a puppy. So you want to put those keywords on your website or on the page you actually want, you know, the people to land on. If you just put in key phrases or keywords like uh, "puppies are great," uh, "kids love puppies," things like that, you won't be found. If if someone actually goes in the search for how to potty train a dog, so you have to make sure that you optimize everything so it can be found. And what also goes into SEO uh, quality is not just the keywords, but also if you have images. Um, on the page you're trying to drive traffic to, you wanna actually rename the images so that they're also relevant to the content. And you want to also put in um, what's called alt text that will also describe what that image is. And that's, I mean, that all three of those go hand in hand. And at least by Google, you know, all those are considered when they're deciding what websites are close to the top of the search results and which ones will not go to the top of the search results. So you've got to, you've got to definitely optimize whatever content you have. And that goes with any platform that's Etsy, um, Pinterest, uh, your social media marketing. You want to also, you want to always be cognizant of the keywords that you're using in your ads, that like you're targeting the right audience who are looking for your particular offer. And then last but not least, there is social media marketing. So if you're marketing your products or services on platforms like Facebook, Instagram, um, Tik those are all platforms where people will list their services or their products, hoping to be found organically. Uh, you can place ads um, on those platforms, but you want to be found just by people searching. You don't want to have to pay to be found on social media. Um, but it is, it's a good way to reach a lot of people because there are millions of people who are searching these um, platforms on a daily basis. So, you can use different graphics that are engaging, that'll catch people's eye, and try to attract not maybe followers. You ain't going to get a lot of followers, but I think it's more important to reach people who are actually interested in purchasing. Because some people will follow you, they just are following you because they like the picture, they like, you know, whatever you're posting, but it's more important to actually put out content that will attract your target audience that you get sales. You you can actually sell your product or service, but it's a good way to list, you know, different graphics um, depending on what niche you're in or what, what products or services you're offering. Social media may be um, another good way to reach out. So these are the six categories of digital marketing. um, Pretty much. Everything out there, um, I think falls into these six. And then, um, in the next episode, we'll talk about how to create a digital marketing strategy because there are about 11 factors that you have to take into consideration before you actually create a strategy. Because even though you've got these six categories, you don't want to just kind of randomly, you know, place content in these categories without having an overarching strategy in mind. So like I said, if you're creating videos and you've got a blog and you're trying to repurpose uh, your material and really optimize on whatever it is you're creating, you want to be organized in how you do it. So you don't want to just throw things out there and not really know what's working and what's not working. Because if it's not working, if you don't plan it, how do you know what you need to change or what what needs to be fixed? So you've got to have a strategy where you're testing out things on all these different platforms, um, trying, you know, pay-per-click advertising. Is that working? You've got to measure it. If it's not working, okay, maybe then I need to, you know, bump up my search engine optimization or maybe I need to pick up on the social media marketing side. That's really not doing so well. Maybe I need to start email marketing. Each of these really have to be evaluated Um, you really want to have an overall strategy where you're trying out each of these things, but you want to do it in a way that you can really measure your progress to see what's working and what's not. So before you can jump into these, we'll go into, um, the factors that have to be considered before you actually, you know, sit down and, um, jump into any of these types of, uh, marketing strategies. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. I believe next week is um Christmas Eve next Thursday, but I think I will probably still try to post that uh episode talking about the strategies. If not, um you know if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy quanta, happy holidays. <laughs> um, I'll definitely be back for the new year, but if you are not here before the new year, happy New Year to you. And I hope that everyone is well and please be safe and be careful the crazy days ahead. And, um, I just want everyone to be safe and be healthy. Okay. So until next time, everyone peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did please subscribe and look in the description. For a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.